Merry Christmas, everyone. We're excited for this season and especially excited to be studying the living Christ this week. John and I thought it might be fun to just share with you a couple of our favorite parts of that statement of faith as we think about this holy season. I really respond to one of the teachings in paragraph two. He was the creator of the earth. All things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. One of the reasons that impacts me so much is that in some very small way, I also love to create things and build things. And one way that I understand God's relationship to me is if I can build something, if I can create something, I know the nature of that thing and I know how to fix it when it's broken. For me, understanding Jesus Christ as the creator of all things that were made means that if something's broken in my life, if I'm struggling with something, he understands how I work. And if I turn to him, his grace can help me to be fixed because he knows he's a creator. There were a couple of phrases in this statement that really powerfully summarized the life of Jesus Christ. And in that same paragraph that Jay just referenced, the statement, he went about doing good, yet he was despised for it. His gospel was a message of peace and goodwill. That's a simple summary of the life of Jesus Christ. But something else that really sticks out to me is the paragraph that reads, We solemnly testify that his life, which is central to all human history, neither began in Bethlehem nor concluded on Calvary. He was the firstborn of the Father, the only begotten Son in the flesh, the Redeemer of the world. This is a powerful statement. There are many who believe in Jesus Christ but don't understand the full magnitude of who he is. He existed before, he lived in mortality, and he lives today. I am so grateful for the change that Jesus Christ has made in my life, for what he's done for me, to me, and has given me the strength to help to become more like him in whatever small ways I've been able to. I'm grateful for the help that he gives. I love when it references Doctrine and Covenants section 110, verses 3 and 4. I am the first and the last. I am he who liveth. I am he who is slain. I am your advocate with the Father. I testify that Jesus Christ advocates for us. He cheers for us. He lifts us. He pleads with the Father for us. He wants what is absolutely best for us and wants us to reach our greatest potential. This area of the statement is particularly powerful to me. For those who still look at Jesus Christ as maybe a man who lived 2,000 years ago, here is powerful witness that he lives. Jay talked about Doctrine and Covenants section 110, but notice in verse 3, you get a physical description. His eyes were as a flame of fire. The hair of his head was white like the pure snow. His countenance shone above the brightness of the sun, and his voice was as the sound of the rushing of great waters. He was seen by Joseph Smith. 
and Joseph Smith described what he saw. Later in the statement, they quote our favorite testimony of the Prophet Joseph Smith and Sidney Rigdon as part of Doctrine and Covenants section 76, where they say, And now after the many testimonies which have been given of him, this is the testimony last of all which we give of him, that he lives, for we saw him even on the right hand of God, and we heard the voice bearing record that he is the only begotten of the Father, that by him and through him and of him the worlds are and were created, and the inhabitants thereof are begotten sons and daughters unto God. We share our testimony that these things are true, that Jesus Christ lives, that he loves us, that he has power to save all of us, if we come to him. What an amazing time of year that we as brothers and sisters get to focus on, at whatever level, the divinity of our master, Jesus Christ. He lives, and of that testimony, we testify in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.